G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair income Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. G'day guys, welcome to this episode of the Aussie English Podcast, the number one podcast for those of you interested in learning Australian English, whether you want to understand Australian English or you want to speak Australian English like an Aussie, this is the podcast for you. I have a special episode for you today, guys. Christian from Kangaroo English has made a special episode about the top 10 mistakes that Spanish learners make in English. I'm sure these mistakes aren't just restricted to uh, Spanish speakers, but I had a few Spanish friends, a few Spanish speakers who were friends, ask me to create an episode about uh, common errors that Spanish speakers made when, when learning, when speaking English. And I thought Christian, who also happens to be an Aussie, although he's an expatriate Aussie, he lives overseas, I thought he would be the perfect guy to create this episode for you guys. And he's done so in a brilliant video on YouTube. It'll be linked to this episode, but he's also allowed me to play it on the podcast for you guys. But Christian lives in Spain. He's been teaching there for, I think, well over 10 years now. And so, he was in a perfect position to create this awesome episode on the top 10 mistakes that Spanish learners make in English. So, without any further ado, guys, let's get into it. Hello, I'm Christian and welcome to Kangaroo English. I live and teach in Spain and recently the beautiful bearded Pete from Aussie English asked me about the most common mistakes that Spanish learners make. So today I'm going to reveal my top 10 mistakes that Spanish learners make in English. Number one is pronunciation, specifically B and V. In English, B is bilabial, your lips come together, B, B. But V is labiodental, lip and teeth, V, V. And it's very important because there's a big difference between vowels and bowels. <laughs> Number two is more pronunciation. Final consonants. The main difference in pronunciation between Spanish and English is that in Spanish you are obsessed with vowels and in English we are obsessed with consonants. For example, it would be normal for a Spanish person to say Madrid and this D disappears, it's not pronounced. But in English the final consonant is always pronounced, it's always strong. Why is it important? It's important because 
the final consonant is the only indication that you are conjugating your verbs in English. What's the secret to this pronunciation? Imagine this final consonant like an extra syllable at the end of the word. It doesn't matter if you pronounced a voiced D or an unvoiced T. You just have to produce something. Madrid, extra syllable. Wanted, extra syllable. That's it. Number three is articles. Articles are actually quite difficult in English, and most Spanish people either use too many or not enough when they're speaking. But here's a little trick to help you. So, in a conversation, when you talk about something for the first time, use a and un. But if you're talking about something that you talked about previously, or something that the other person knows, then use the. But something strange in English, when we're talking about things in general, we don't use any articles. We would say, I like pizza, not I like the pizza. Number four, vocabulary and the difference between catch and pick up. In English, catch is only something that's in the air. Catch. But pick up is something that's on the ground or on a table, on a surface. And also you can pick up a, a girl or a boy from a bar and take them back to your house. Number five, more vocabulary. Miss and lose. What's the difference? Miss is for something that happens. You can miss a party or when the bus comes, you miss your bus. But lose is for objects. I, I've lost my phone. Number six is word order. Spanish is much more flexible than English with word order. So you have to be careful. For example, always make sure that your subject is before the verb. Appeared my friend. You cannot say this in English. The verb must always go after the subject. And of course, adjectives after the noun. No. Number seven is take. In English, we do not use the verb take when we talk about drinking liquids. We use the verb have. And this is something that I hear in class all the time. Maybe this means that Spanish people drink a lot. Number eight and the difference between do and make. Another really common error. So, do is for activities and make is when you fabricate something, you create something that didn't exist before. In English, there's a big difference between making a friend and doing a friend. <laughs> Number nine and the verbs have and be. So, in Spanish, have is used for temporary states, like tengo hambre, tengo frío. But in English, we use the verb be for temporary states. I am cold. I am hungry. I am angry. 
And number 10, double negatives. Although a lot of native speakers use double negatives, they are not considered part of standard English, so you should avoid them. Some words in English are inherently negative, like nothing and nobody and nowhere. And in one clause, you can only have one negative. I don't want nothing, no. I don't want anything. Finally, some bonus extras. This is a chicken. This is a kitchen. This is a person. These are people. This is embarrassed and this is pregnant. And this is constipated and... No, never mind that one. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that class. This class was made possible by all of my incredible sponsors on Patreon. So if you would like to sponsor free English education, then please become a patron. The link is below. And if you would like to see any more videos about English, then don't forget to subscribe. I'm Christian. This is Kangaroo English. I'll see you in class. So I hope you liked that episode, guys. Make sure that you jump on YouTube and check out Kangaroo English. Subscribe to his channel. He's a fellow Aussie. He's another Australian. So you'll be able to listen to and watch all of his content and practice your Australian English. If you want to support what he does, he also has a Patreon page, which will be linked in here too, that you guys can sign up to in order to support his work. So, thanks again, Christian, and thanks to all you guys for listening to this episode. I hope it helped take your English to the next level. So, with that, guys, enjoy your day, and I'll speak to you soon. G'day, mate. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aussie English Podcast. If you wish to support the podcast and help me keep bringing you content, you can do so via my Patreon page. Remember, it's my mission here at Aussie English not only to help you understand Australian English, but to speak it like a native. Have a ripper of a day and I'll see you in class.